café anyway. Oh, Here we are. Mike's Daily Podcast. It's episode, episode 2619. Mike's Daily Podcast. I mean, 2619, 2619. Hi, I am Mike. It's a show where we talk about things that I may or may not like. It just depends. We'll see what we get to, my friend. This is a great song that ends right around here. It depends. So here we are. On the show that's called Mike's Daily Podcast And it's not a show that gets pulled from some stupid Zoom interview No, this is me doing stuff Mike's To entertain your ears Daily No matter what you're doing Podcast With your hands and your eyeballs Yeah Your hands, your eyeballs Maybe you don't have hands or eyeballs Maybe you're just doing things with whatever you got Whatever you got, that's awesome I applaud you That was me applauding you was that not, were you not entertained? Okay, well, I I have a friend named Masa and I see him sometimes on Saturdays or Sundays, it depends. And he, <laughs> he had a nice little rant that went on and on where we were talking about how we don't miss the writers that are striking right now because so much stuff is just rehashed. Rehash. You take some hash and then you rehash it. That's all there is to watch that comes out new, quote unquote new. It's old. So we were just commiserating about that and about how the writer's strike is probably a good thing. Shake it all up. Shake some people up. Maybe throw some stuff around in a nice way. Reassemble the puzzle pieces. And get us some good You know it's a strawberry moon Yes June's full moon Mike suddenly changed topics What was that? That was like Very just abrasive I don't know what to say But yes we're at cafe anyway Somewhere And here's today's podcast picture In Podcastro Valley 10 the podcast pictures of my two wonderful cats One adopted me Just came out of the blue And adopted me Probably Had been watching the late great Basil the Boxer for years and when Basil unfortunately passed away about three years ago, this cat came in. He was, well, he didn't necessarily, he was as skittish as all. Yes, he was a skittish cat. Maybe, maybe because of this guy, he'd probably barked at him once or twice. Maybe scared him out of the backyard. But Patches came into the, into the backyard and into my life and into my heart. And he... Is in this picture along with Rocky who is our house cat Patches is still the feral cat That's gone outside but we've Tagged him we've ID'd Him And we feed him And he still comes Back and sometimes spends the Night with us of course we put Flea treatment on him just to be On the safe side but Rocky is our indoor cat He's our house cat that we let outside Occasionally with a harness and a leash And he's cool with that And Patches kind of looks at him like Oh, freedom But yes, there's a picture of it at Mike'sDailyPodcast.com Go to that picture and you can see that Do something with your eyeballs If you have them Hey, but if you do have eyeballs You may want to go check out the Strawberry Moon Will it be 
Pink What is June's full moon? This according to AL.com AL standing for Alabama And by the way This website existed When I lived in Alabama I would use it frequently And kudos to them They recently got Their first Pulitzer Prize I say first Because yes They'll probably get others But good Good job AL.com June's full moon Dubbed the strawberry moon Will light up the summer sky This weekend But don't expect A big giant Pink orb It will rise today This is Saturday by the way June 3rd Mike it's When I'm recording this Mikey Fikey Great According to the Farmer's Almanac The moon will reach peak illumination At Just about Well Just about midnight If you're on the east coast In Alabama But if you're here on the west coast Just about 10 o'clock No way I'm sorry Just about 9 o'clock Yes, Californians, we can't subtract time, three hours, even though we have to all the time, because everything is East Coast based. Gosh, the snobbery. June's full moon doesn't take its name from a color, but rather the time of year it appears. The strawberry moon name has been used by Native American Algonquin, Al- Algonquin tribes in the northeastern U.S., as well as the Ojibwa, Ojibwe in Dakota and Lakota people as well to mark the season of the year that June bearing strawberries that's right it's the time of the year that the June bearing strawberries are ready to be gathered other cultures refer to June's full moons by a variety of names indicative of the time of year they appear the Anishabi People refer to the June moon As the blooming moon While Cherokee call it the green corn moon And the western Apanaki call it the Hoer moon A reference to tending young crops Other moon names Include the birth moon It's also called The egg laying moon Remember that Doctor Who When it turned out the moon was an egg The honeymoon Honeymoon And there's a lot of honeymoons happening now Because of all the weddings And all the people that didn't get married because of COVID At least that was the excuse they used And then they had to You know Okay yeah I know I promised I was going to marry Let's get married And that happened And now Honeymoons And you know what else happens With a honeymoon Well we won't go into that But yes Sometimes Because honey You make mead Out of honey The Drink Out of honey Which I have never had actually I need to try that sometime So they call it The mead moon And the hatching moon That's right So if you Miss this moon There's gonna be another one In a month Called the full buck moon And then in two months In August Yes it's going to be August In two months I know that scares me too It's the full sturgeon moon At the end of August It's the full blue moon At the end of September It's the full harvest moon At the end of October The full hunter's moon At the end of November The full beaver moon And then at the end of December The cold moon They call it the full cold moon Thank you 
AL.com for all that information as we go outside a cafe anyway. Where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Ten, the last place on earth. And if you are listening on Saturday, which you're probably not. So this is this is future you probably. Hello, future you. I like that antenna on your head. It's interesting the human race all sprouted antennae uh, in the future. But it is today National Black Bear Day. Okay. We have a restaurant chain in California called Black Bear Diner. And I don't think I've ever eaten at one, sadly. I've eaten food from one, but there's one not too far away from me here. I should go sometime. It's also World Bicycle Day for all you people who can endure that torture. Yes, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. I'm not a fan of the, uh, what do you call it? The uniform you must wear to ride a bike. Please, please don't wear that around me, please. And then I, well, I'm, I share the road with a bike. You have to do that in the Bay Area. We're very bike friendly here in the Bay Area. But I give them wide berth for a number of reasons. Bicyclists can be quite aggressive. I know they have to be in today's world, but still, I just don't like to be too close to them. It's just the way they are. And I understand. It's not, it's not easy. Oh, and speaking of eggs hatching, it is National Egg Day. And this is something I like more trails. I like walking trails. I love going on trails. I've had many a wonderful trail uh, excursion with my late great Basil the Boxer. So it's National Trails Day today. And happy trails to you until we meet again. Uh, wait, I'm not ending the podcast yet. Nope, not quite. Because there's a couple other interesting things I wanted to tell you. One of them being that Amazon has to pay over $30 million for privacy violations. Yes, Amazon. My lovely lady friend was telling me, and she has Amazon Prime, that they're going to start a cell phone service called Amazon Prime Wireless, apparently. But Amazon's employees, contractors... Uh, access footage from Ring doorbell cameras And Alexa Yes oh, I may have activated your Alexa when I said that Allegedly improperly retained information from children This leading to privacy violations P. Diddy Is he still going by that? Diddy says booze brands didn't get enough love Ryan Reynolds Aviation Gin and George Clooney's Casamigos Tequila, Diddy alleges his race was a factor in the, I guess, in the fact that his brand, his booze brand didn't do well. Huh. Apple developers have generated $1.1 trillion in total billings and sales in the App Store ecosystem last year. Yes, a trillion. More than 90% of billings and sales accrued solely to developers without any commission paid to Apple. Interesting. And Krispy Kreme 
Any No commission paid to Apple That's not what I have been told All the, I don't know why This came from Rob Black I produce his podcast Rob Black and Your Money He gives some very helpful Money Financial news information Krispy Kreme and Dunkin Donuts They celebrated donut National Donut Day yesterday With a free donut I try and stay away from those For numerous reasons One of them being my Doctor got on me And said I'm putting you on Lepidor Or Crestlor Crestor If you don't change your ways Eat better I'm trying That's a nightmare of a show Oh that was a good song By Trace Adkins In the country world Yes I used to be a country DJ I will have evidence of that In just a little bit On the segment Let's go back with Matthews And finally Target isn't the only retailer Facing anti-pride backlash This is interesting Wow this is interesting (gasps) What? MTV News. You hear it first. Companies have been already getting backlash from anti-LGBTQ groups. Brands that typically roll out campaigns for Pride Month in June are navigating a new climate this year of more vocal critics empowered by right-wing celebrities and politicians. Target, for example, last week the retailer moved pride displays to the back of some stores and pulled items created for its pride collection, citing violent threats to its store employees. The store The North Face, after the outdoor brand announced its pride campaign with drag queen Patty Gonia and Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene encouraged her supporters to boycott the brand because of their campaign with Patagonia. Bud Light, Kohl's, Los Angeles Dodgers all have recently drawn anti-LGBTQ ire. Calls to boycott companies usually fade pretty quickly. But... Bud Light has seen six straight weeks of declining sales. Its controversial partnership with trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney may have caused this. At any rate, that's what it looks like the cause is, and brands are getting nervous. But the beer's 26% drop in sales for the week ending May 20th its worst week ever could be attributed to the brand also angering the LGBTQ community and its allies with how it responded to the pushback. Even so, most companies are still planning to move forward with Pride plans. Coors Light is the main sponsor for Denver's Pride Parade and Levi's and Adidas will also run ads prominently feature gay and trans models wearing and talking about their products. What about Facebook? Well, Facebook Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg teased his company's latest virtual reality headset. It's called the Quest 3. And Apple, supposedly on Monday, is going to be announcing Reality One and some other big things that Apple's doing. They got their uh, some kind of press conference thing happening. I think it's on Monday. 
So the Facebook the new Facebook headset will start at 499. Yes, I can't stop calling it just Facebook. I hate Meta. I hate the logo. I hate everything about it. Just the the whole I mean Meta used to be a cool word. It was something where oh, he's being meta. He's breaking down the fourth wall. He's talking about what he's talking about. And that's odd. Now it doesn't now it's just Mark Zuckerberg. It's just all about Mark Zuckerberg and his awful commercial he did for the headset a couple years back. So it's going to cost 500 bucks. It'll be the first announced headset with high res color mixed reality. I am so sorry, but you look like an idiot with that on. I don't care who comes out with what headset ever. Headset on your head makes you look like an idiot. That's just how it goes. That's how it is. If you want to look like an idiot, that's fine. You be an idiot. But it's a headset idiot is what you want to be. Go for it. That's your world that you can live in. Your virtual world, which isn't really the world. So, you know, it's the same as if you were to sit there and read a book. Which probably would do your brain far more good. What the heck? <laughs> it's everything we've been expecting. And now it's happening. And it's like, ah, uh, we're still that stupid. We're still going to walk through that door and out off the ledge into oblivion. Well, have fun with it. Let me know how it goes. It appears to have at least three cameras on the front that may improve some of the pass-through experiences. I don't know what that means. I don't care. The Quest 3 will ship with a next generation of Qualcomm chipset. Now, NVIDIA chips did really, really well, as you probably heard. They had a tremendous... Their stock just flew through the roof recently. They hit a, the, like the earnings of a trillion or some crazy thing. And so, Qualcomm... We'll see how they do. And uh, all the financial experts, financial news experts are saying, well, you know, because NVIDIA kept talking about how they're involved with AI and making chips for AI, that's what made them, their stock so valuable. That's why they did so well. So now all these other tech industry and anybody who's in industry anywhere producing anything is going to mention AI. I guess I just mentioned AI, but I will stop. Meta's Quest 2 headset was released in the fall of 2020. Its original price was $300. Apple's expected to debut its competing VR headset next week as part of the company's June WWDC event. By the way, please, if you are ever, if you ever find yourself being an announcer for some big event or you're on the radio or you're on video which everybody's on video these days here's the thing never ever ever when you're referring to a website ever say the www dot in front of whatever website just say the name of the website and yeah you have to say the dot com because there's a lot of dot biz dot store I think dot shop I don't know there's a bunch of dots now but you saying the www dot makes you look so old. Don't. I there a well known radio guy and yes he's old. He was on a really big platform, 
recently and he used the ww dot and i took my hand and put it right into my face i planted it in my face going why why are there still people like that you you were forgiven up until really i, I mean you were past being forgiven for last year this year nah it's done you cannot say that anymore live and loco your pass has expired <laughs> the WWDC event The iPhone maker's consumer headset Will reportedly work with hundreds of thousands Of iPad apps And cost at least $3,000 We'll find out Monday It's Monday right? That's what I thought I heard Meta's Reality Labs unit recorded An operating loss of $4 billion In the company's first quarter While generating uh, 3000 139 million dollars in revenue And sales of the VR headsets Declined by 2% Last year From a year earlier Indicating that the immersive technology Is still far away from being a mainstream Consumer electronics hit Outside a cafe anyway Somewhere in Podcastro Valley Oh no everybody's wearing VR headsets I, I'm I'm appalled, I'm mortified, I'm disgusted. Look who's here. Hi, Mark! It's Benito the Rodeo Queen! How y'all doing? I got my horse in there! And to disgruntle for the player, tell you what. What? I don't know if I'm actually talking to Mark, because with my VR headset on, it looks like I'm talking to Papa Smurf. I may. I can't do a Papa Smurf impression, but thank you. Thank you. I wish you would just take that off. With this on. I actually look like I can play the fiddle, but I don't want to because I hate fiddles. That's why I'm disgruntled. The disgruntled fiddle player, tell you what. What? I'm going to take this thing off. Good. Look who else is here. Oh, and have fun riding your virtual horse, Nilly. Look who else is here. Oh, my God. Make the delicious root beer house right now. Oh, Oh. That's so good. What's in it? Peppermint. I knew it. You love to put peppermint in your root beer. I don't know why. It's delicious. It's virtual root beer. Oh boy, drink right now. Kill you. Um, Splash Mountain closed. Yes, to make way for the frog princess thingy ride. I don't know. Disney just continues. <laughs> continues with their flamethrower. And burning up the countryside with their whole, you know, we're Disney. Everything we do is direct to video now. Oh, wait, there isn't direct to video anymore. It's just direct to Disney Plus. Ah, it's all. I know. I'm old fogey. I'm doing my. But you know what? I need my fogey flamethrower and get Disney to, like, actually do something original for a change and not. Be so dang worried about their bottom line Oh We won't do anything original We'll just rehash whatever we have It all goes back to rehashing And taking the hash you had and rehashing Yes But I don't know It could be a great ride I'm never going to a Disney park again They're so expensive It's such a trial You have to have your dang phone with you To get anything To, to eat anything To go on any ride It's it, You have to pay on top of the paying Top on top of paying for things There's no point So Once upon a time Zoinks 
I was on the radio in Santa Barbara at a radio station called Y97. I'm going to play you something from over 30 years ago. Yes, I happened to dig this up on a cassette recently. I was pleasantly surprised. I laughed at the sound of my voice over 30 years ago. And listening to this music, this is from 1990. So in 1990 was sort of the last gasp of hair bands. Hey, we were in a hair band. We're gonna sing to you right now before grunge kicks us out of the world. Yes, because it was grunge that came along and pretty much killed hair metal bands. So you'll hear some hair metal in this. You'll hear a little bit of the other bands and artists that were popular at this moment in 1990. This is the segment, Let's Go Back with Matthews. Let's, Let's go, go back, back with, with Matthews. Matthews. <laughs> Most Music 197, coming up this hour, we got more sex music for you from Madonna. We got the latest from Keith Sweat and the latest from The Outfield. Right now it's in excess. Suicide Blonde on Most Music 197. <laughs> oh my gosh. I did not know that was going to play first. Yes, we had uh, played I Want Your Sex by George Michael. Quite the huge, big song in the 80s. You don't hear it much anymore. You hear Father Figure, the other one. Do you do you hear the monkey song anymore? Monkey, why don't you do, why don't you set your monkey free? There was the the other one that was one, one more try. Maybe just one more try. Teacher, there are things. Oh, Faith. You hear Faith all the time. Faith, the faith, the faith. And of course, the stuff he did with Wham, Jitterbug, and all that. Okay, here we go. Oh, I so miss you, Michael Hutchins. Michael, Michael, Michael. In excess. Tears for Fears shout. That song at that point was only about five that was five years old at that point and there we go you still hear that song all the time by tears for fears i would love to meet them someday oh that's a i hope that happens roland orzabal and kurt smith most music 197 of mike matthews at 409 sitting in for alan hill we are doing 15 after 15 after 15 in a row commercial free all overnight long this is the latest from Keith Sweat. I'll give all my love to you on Most Music 197. Okay, nowadays when you turn on a radio station at 4 o'clock in the morning, there is nobody there. You're just hearing some kind of automation. Ain't nobody there. But back then, about 30 or so years ago, there was some poor guy named Mike in Santa Barbara at 4 o'clock in the morning running the radio station. Yes, that was me. That was me. So if you're, if you ever get up at three o'clock in the morning, turn on the radio. Nobody is live there. There might be someone live somewhere, but that station more than likely has nobody there. But that station is getting a feed from somewhere where there's someone live, like maybe Dallas or New York or Washington D.C. Or who knows? The Philippines. Who knows? It could be anywhere. Mars. 
Mars FM. Oh, we had Mars FM in California for a while. It was like alternative dance music. It was uh, non-stop dancing, dance, trance, I don't know. It was sort of a cutting-edge type radio station that vanished after a while. But yes, where were we? Huh? What? Oh, Keith Sweat. Most Music 197 and 426 playing the hottest hits on the South Coast. This is the latest from Warren and I Saw Red on your Most Music Station 197. Listening to Mike Matthews, sitting in for Alan Hill on Y97. I know I'm thrilled as hell about that. Oh man! <sighs> that was Rick Bailey. Rick Bailey passed away. Oh, that just. Oh, Rick Bailey, what a nice guy. So he, along with me being there at four o'clock in the morning, he was there on the overnight. He was like the morning news guy. And he would be on this top 40 station I was on, Y97, doing the news, I guess, every 15 minutes. And then he was on a news station called KTMS. And that's the station where uh, Joe Rogan got his start. There was once, at, well, I think around this time, 1990. Yeah, it was early, mid-summer of 1990. My car broke down. I had a girlfriend up in Walnut Creek. And I lived down in Oxnard. So I was driving back. I figured I'll do a shift at the radio station in Santa Barbara because it's in between Walnut Creek and Oxnard. And I can do an overnight shift and then I'll drive home. The drive from Walnut Creek to Santa Barbara is probably around six hours if you're going to do the 101. Driving on 101... And you're, you, you know, well, my car broke down. I got to about, oh, what was it, Lompoc? Just the Gaviota, just past there, and my car breaks down. And there was a guy named Damien, who, not the devil, but da- a guy named Damien, he later went by the name Demiza, and he was a program director for Power 106 in LA. Later on But he was just a young kid And he came up and got me Rescued me And then brought me down to the radio station Where I did the overnight shift And then I went to sleep Where the uh, desks were For the sales department Their office desks They had, you know, cubicles And so I'm sleeping under a desk In one of the cubicles Because I still I had no car And Damien just dropped me off at the station He said it's up to you to figure out where you're going to go after this So I was sleeping I'm going to get some sleep under this desk And I uh, Wake up to the sound of Joe Rogan, not Joe Rogan Jim Rome, sorry Jim (laughs) Didn't mean to confuse you with Joe Rogan Jim Rome Is sitting, the Rome is burning guy He's sitting at his desk He had a desk next to the cubicle Where I was sleeping under And I hear him talking to his dad And telling his dad I guess this was a phone call Letting him know about what the latest was I do not think Jim Rome knew I was sleeping under the desk And I did not want to scare him Being a rather introverted kid at that point 
And so I just stayed there and listened to his conversation. Eventually he left and then I got up from underneath the desk. But that is my Jim Rome story. He went on to bigger and better things. Congratulations to him. And he also was on Y97 doing the sports reports along with Rick Bailey. Back in that time frame. And he was also on KTMS doing the news. In fact, I remember one time Jim Rome coming into... Oh, he was he was there one day. Oh, it was on the weekend. And I he hated the music we played. He hated the Top 40 stuff. And all of a sudden, we start playing Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses. They had just come up with this song. They, come, they came out with it. It was becoming a huge Top 40 hit, getting played on pop stations. So I run down the hall. I go, Jim, listen to what I'm playing. And he was at, on KTMS in the news station. And he presses the button because you could listen to other radio stations in that room. And that were, you know, he could punch me in from the down the hall. He could listen to the station, what I was playing. And he hears Sweet Child of Mine. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and he cranks up the volume. And so that's my memory of the first time I played. Guns N' Roses, Sweet Child of Mine, and Jim Rome before he became a big sports radio guy. So here I am over 30 years ago, and one more little piece of Y97. There, we just heard the hair band Warrant. What other hair band will we hear? I like singing along to that song. Just leave me alone. Most Music 197, Mike Matthews at 438 singing for Alan Hill. Doing 15 after 15 after 15 in a row. Commercial free all overnight long. With latest from the outfield, this is called For You. Ah, uh, what happened to the outfield? Oh, the lead singer died recently. Outfield is better known, of course, for Josie's on a vacation far away. And I was filling in for Alan Hill. Years later, he ended up at a country station that I worked for. And he was there on the weekend. But I guess he did pretty well working for the post office, making some steady cash there. And he got out of radio. But yeah, I was filling in for him. One time I showed up to do a shift, an overnight shift. And I had just left my college apartment. I had to move out. It was the end of the year. And out at end of the school year. And I clean out all my stuff. Clean, clean it top to bottom. And something with all the dust and all the chemicals and the cleaning stuff. Because this is in the 80s. Who knows what was in the cleaning stuff. It caused me to have a severe reaction where I had bumps all over my face and my body and I was scratching myself it was so itchy and I go well I still I got to do the overnight shift so I I went to work and suddenly Alan shows up he goes wait I'm doing this shift and I go thank you I was never so happy to see Alan before and so he did the shift I went home tried to get to sleep without I was just I was just about to cut all my hair off this is back when I had hair now I do it all the time but yes, he he saved the day. So that was Alan Hill. Let's listen to one more here. Most music 197 at 446. Taking a look at South Coast weather for today. Partly cloudy with a high of 60. Currently in Solving and San Inez. It's 40 with Don Henley and the End of the Innocence on 197. Uh, 
Bruce Hornsby, Bruce Hornsby in the range, plays the piano on that. He came up with the piano track, gave it to Don Henley. Don Henley wrote the lyrics. And that's the truth. You can look it up. Okay. And I mentioned Alan Hill on a country station that I was also on called K-Hey. And just one little bit of that. Right now to the top eight today. And a visit to the nine o'clock preview room. It's the K-Hey Santa Fe Cafe with Matt Michael. Yeah. You big Gary Allen fan? Yep. You've seen him in concert? Once. You like his voice? All right. Do you- Isn't that a riveting conversation? Yes, between Mike and a listener. I went by Matt Michaels at this point in the country music. Do you want to be Gary Allen? Nope. Do you want to meet Gary Allen and say, Gary, your voice is, eh, it's just all right. <laughs> do you want to do that? We can we can do that. We'll make a field trip. Uh, Six, five, oh, K-H-A-Y. And you can listen to an interview I did with Gary Allen at my website, mikesdailypodcast.com. Go up to where it says home in the upper left-hand corner and you'll see interviews G through L. Go to that and you can hear that interview. 100.7 K-H-A-Y with Faith Hill. And it's Matt Michaels. I'm at the K-Hey Santa Fe Cafe. Oh, hey. Oh, Lena. Hey. The... Marshall, darling, you are singing a crazy song, but oh, marvelous. Oh. I have out here on the dance floor, Jenna and Jeremy, they are dancing like crazy one arts. Mm-hmm. They are dancing marvelous. I want to tell the both of you, you are dancing much better than Matt has ever danced. Nothing like he can't dance very well and so forth. The cafe question, what's your idea for a reality TV show? I think we have a dancing show where we see Matt fall down. That would be very funny. Okay. The Morris. I didn't actually fall that time. That I was just... me. Ouch. That hurt. Jenna, do you like to dance? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love to dance. What kind of lips do you like? Wait, what? And I hope I don't get dinged by YouTube uh, because that would be... Because be- uh, I'm playing the marvelous song by Billy Crystal in the background. Written by... Oh, uh, what's his name? Paul Paul Schaefer from David Letterman. Yes, that was good. So my apologies if I am playing too much of that song. But that was his name. So... Billy Crystal on Saturday Night Live did a character name for he did the uh, uh, impression of the actor that did live and was quite popular in the golden age of uh, Hollywood his name was Fernando Lamas so Billy Crystal had this funny character caricature of him on Saturday Night Live that he would do then I came up with Fernando Tony Lamas because Tony Lamas is a type of boot that's very popular in the country music cowboy world. So, and he sees on the dance floor because you're, you know, at the Santa Fe Cafe, this place that I was doing the radio show from, which I did for 11 years, uh, the K Hay Santa Fe Cafe on K Hay in Ventura County. I was, uh, we needed a dance instructor because people love to dance to this type of country music and doing the boot scoot and boogie and all that. And the, and the, uh, what do you call it? The slap and the, <laughs> the, the, the 10 step, the 12 step, 
it, oh, I remember all these dances so well, don't I? Boot scootin' boogie. And the, the other one, the electric slide. Yes, that one got big in country as well. I think that's what all, all the line dancing. Kind of like medium sized lips. Oh, uh, let me ask this other caller. What kind of lips do you like? I like, like, shapely luscious lips, but not when they're too big. Mm. Oh, wow. Martina McBride! She was the prom queen. He was a quarterback of the football team, and it all looks so... Ah, okay, that's a legitimate question, I guess. These are things a, a late night disc jockey asks on the radio back in when was this the early o's somewhere so there you go that's what people prefer in that category or not there's all all types of different interests that people have don't they i think that's how we'll sum it up today on today's mike's daily podcast thank you so much for listening we won't play any we'll be more here on the radio uh oh whoops something else is playing one more thing is playing apparently on Mike's Silly Podcast. Still ahead of that. We'll hear right after this. Are you going to the show? Tomorrow night. Whoa! Woohoo! Wow! Thank you. I will be here on the radio oh. watching things, making sure that everything happens okay. So- I didn't get to go to many concerts because I was on at night. So. You go and watch I, I Natalie. I will be there four rows back. Emily and Marty. Call us from oh. there, okay? the Dixie Chicks what we were talking about now just the I chicks will. let us know what's going on the country quiz. Quiz. at 10.30 and 11.30 Monday through Friday it's the KH Country Quiz if you'd like to play the KH Country Quiz call now at 650-KH we'll pick a contestant to play the KH Country Quiz a delicious original ice cream creation from Cold Stone Creamery <laughs> Woo. could be yours 650-KH watch your mailbox why our contestant is Mark from Port Wyneme. Mark, let's look at the quiz wall and pick a topic from our three panels. Panel one says the Oak Ridge Boys noise. Panel two says Dwight Yoakam's slow ham. Because you got to cook ham slow. Yeah. Panel three, Diamond Rio's Rio life. Which one, Mark? Uh, Diamond Rio's real life. Alrighty. Mark, Diamond Rio's recent greatest hits album had A, 10 songs, B, 12 songs, C, 14 songs. All right, I'm going to go with this. I'm going to guess country music, they're, they're pretty chintzy with how many songs they put on a CD. So I'm going to go with 10. Uh, A, 10 songs. 10 songs. Mark 650 KH can try and steal the prize from Mark, but if you get it wrong, he gets the prize. Okay, it's it, they're either chintzy or they give you too many. So 14. I'm gonna say 14. Shauna called from Somas and said the answer was B, 12 songs. Oh uh, no, the actual answer was 14 songs. That means you get the prize by default. Mark, congratulations. Tired of working just to- I win Cold Stone. You know, you don't hear that kind of radio anymore. Which may be a good thing. Hey, what do you think of that kind of radio? You can call me. Don't call me at that 656-KHAY, though. I don't even know if that number still works. Or 650-KHAY, whatever number we were using at that time. You can call me, though, here in the East Bay, 510-228-4640. And some interesting history about the East Bay we had in the last podcast called Dedication. And I used to say, call in with your requests and dedications. I came up with that myself. I also came up with the name for the KH Saturday Night Request Fest, 
which was very popular and that lasted for over 10 years. But no, you can call me and let me know what about, I guess, what's on your mind and maybe what you think of uh, any topics we covered today. 510-228-4640 and more ways to reach me. Well, A-Frame has them. First of all, I just want to just um, thank everyone for joining us here on this show. This is great. Mike's TV podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.